Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your other host, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're um, each, each episode, we pick a topic and we make you a mixtape. What's this week's topic, Julia? Oh, the places we're going to go in our oh, minds. Oh, all over. In all our minds. <laughs> and songs about cities, songs about states, songs about states of mind. We're not ethereal, right? It's just songs about... This, let's not city. get too existential. Just, all right. Yeah, let's just go. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Christina's going to have to deal with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Michael. It is good to be back, Julia. Jules, Juliander, Julie, Julie, Gulia. Yeah. Julia Gulia. I don't really have many nicknames for you, so Gulia is the only one I got. Yeah. Yeah. Gulia's stuck for a long time. Thank you, the wedding singer. Yes, thank you, the wedding singer. You're screwed for life. It's like, hey, Mikey, he likes it. Okay. Oh they used yeah, to have classic. Stickers, you know? When I was classic. a kid. Hey, my, oh my, hey, Mikey, he likes it. I'm like, dude, really? Would people Look give you things to eat just so they could say it? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they well, they would feed you and be like, huh? Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. You're an asshole. <laughs> Thanks, you mom. No, you don't. You don't have an original sense of humor or any thought of your own whatsoever. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Hey, Don Draper does your thinking for you. That's a Madman reference. Madman reference. So anyway. never. I think I watched a few episodes and then I gave up on that show. You are a lame human being. We'll go back and watch those because they're amazing. I know. Okay. They're amazing. They're shot so well, and the commitment to the to the set dressing style mm-hmm. and you know all that i mean there's a scene where they're how 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 typical is this in america of that time this is 1961 or whatever it is there's a scene where he drives this cadillac like el dorado whatever he takes his family on a picnic and they're sitting there eating all their stuff from the picnic and they have all this trash from the picnic and they get up and they're like getting their blanket together and stuff and, and they're starting to think dad what should we do with all this trash he's like i'll oh, just leave it <laughs> get in the car and drive away. I'm like, Americans. Look at those Americans right there. That you is know classic what? Americans right there. And so. that's the attitude. I know uh, millennials get blamed for a lot, but look at those guys. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Look at, well, boomers. Boomers. Yeah. Boomers. Actually, that was yeah. boomers, right? Because they weren't boomers yet because boomers would only have Boomers been would have been the kids. 20. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, so today uh, we're doing <laughs> yeah. songs about places or cities. Oh, the places you will sing songs about. There. Yeah, so figured since I'm not saying normalizing because things aren't normalizing. and uh, But as things reopen um, and as restrictions are lifted, we can travel. So yeah. thought about the places. We've been talking a lot about our planned trips. So why not do a show on... You know, cities, towns, countries, whatever, you know, different... Other places. Other, other places. places that you could only, you know, see on a Zoom background until oh, now. Yeah. So that's yep. cool. I, I'm into it. I like it. I like the topic. There's plenty of songs about cities. So it's like you could do you could do a whole podcast about this. You could actually do a podcast called Songs About Cities and do like five a podcast. People are like, oh, that's interesting. There's so many. Which we've done a California episode, and that was actually with our first guest, Laura Beth uh, Neptuna of the Neptunas. And we did an episode on California, songs about California. You should go back and listen to that episode, because that was really fun. Um, But yeah, let's uh, open it up to other places now. All over the world. Do you want to go first or shall? Oh, no, you have an announcement. You you have have a release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Oh, what's so, up? I don't even work for Stay Free Recordings. And look at that. <laughs> Maybe well, I should. You hmm. are wearing the shirt. You do have the tattoo. Hmm. Yeah. Tattoo, really? You, you said. Um, so, okay. So today's Friday. We have released two records this week. So on Wednesday of this week, we released um, 
this volume two in our Mexican candy series. Mike, I have some for show and tell. So Ooh, wow, look at that. Our Mexican That's candy cool series, color. we are highlighting two bands from every state in Mexico. So we're going to have 32 albums total. Try to collect them all. They're very limited edition, 200, uh, limited to 200 uh, pieces for each release. So this one is Nuevo Leon, so kind of like Monterey area. And we're featuring uh, an electro pop band called Klubs. They're like the bigger band and then a more local smaller band called Kernbauer. So super fun record. Definitely check that out. Shout out to Disciple of Homer. He's a real MVP who was our first. He bought it like as soon as it went on sale, as soon as we posted. Dude, Homer buys everything. He's yeah. like, I, I, I want to see Homer's budget if he has it set aside <laughs> for like, supporting artists on Twitch. Or he's like, oh, these are like-minded people. I'm going to buy every record they put out. Like, that's pretty awesome. So Yeah. So him. thank you, Homer. Um, and then this morning, you Friday morning. You will have a chance to meet Homer, actually, at the summer yeah. system. So, yes, he will be there. I, I know for we a will, fact he's coming. So We will we will thank him in person. And then um, as of this morning, we released Wald Mania. So take a look at the cover because I think it's really cool. It looks, yeah, it looks like, like a mixtape. It's a vinyl that looks like a CDR. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like a... a a homemade CD. Um, so we're we worked with Waldman uh, Management Company and made a mixtape of the bands that they represent. So two bands on one side, side A, two bands on side B, and uh, it's released in a silver and a gold record. So it looks just like a CD. It looks just you know it's super cool, uh, super fun idea. So Waldmania Mix 2021 definitely check that out again are some of the only bands 200 pieces so the bands on here are super kick 18th and addison um title babes and satin puppets okay cool awesome check them so out check it out so yeah go to stayfreerecordings.bandcap.com or look for us on instagram stay free recordings yes well that's see and support local local record labels that are run out of an apartment you may as well <laughs> My God, please buy records because my dining room table and half my living room is all inventory. You act as if there is a proper dining room. It's actually just that little nook off of the living room, you know? So yeah. there it is with the yeah. big table in it. So I got to get rid and, of that And big you know table. what? To be fair, to be fair, I've been to your house many, many times. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen that table either with plates on it or like <laughs> set up in any way other than supporting records or boxes or something that was in the house i think we've used it maybe less than five times and yes. i think that's like when my mom or my husband's mom has come over and we've eaten at that table and that at the table <laughs> yeah we ain't take out at the table i don't think i made shit we we ordered food to go um, so yeah, that's kind of it. I tried for a while to like force myself to sit there and eat at the dining room table, but I'm so yeah. used to sitting on the couch now. Like I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. We actually have a table, much like your setup. We have a table kind of that divides our living room space, and our yeah. kitchen space. Right. And it's, it seats six people. I mean, we've had six people mm -hmm. at the table for relative. And we actually, when we did the podcast in person, uh, we used yeah. to do the podcast there. Uh, but, uh, I was looking at getting a, at like making a table there and like making this, you know, something nice. If I ever find the, you know, the spare minutes to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, but I was sitting there, I'm like, I force myself to sit there and eat. I will eat there, um, every day. Like if I have a meal in the That's house, good. I will sit there and eat. Christina eats on the couch because she wants to watch TV. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't like the dog. I don't like Dwight being up, up my ass. Like he's already, he's already like begging like crazy anyway. And if I'm sitting on the couch, he sits right next to my food and just looks at it. I'm like, dude, That's stop it. I'm going to eat over here. Yeah. 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 I get so, so sick anyway. of that. Yeah. I mean, if we ever clear it off, I do want to try to eat there more. Just, it feels like we've gotten too comfortable. I know you're supposed to be comfortable at home, but we've gotten too comfortable you know with quarantine and all that and you're just like yes no rules no um, rules so right. i want to try to bring that back but let's talk about music unless let's you have anything about, to promote no i don't well i do no. we'll do it later not okay. a big deal we'll split let's it get up. into the songs do you want to go first yes ma'am um yes, yes ma'am sir yes mammy gender is a construct um so i'm gonna choose the magnetic fields because i love them 
and cool. they have a song called Washington DC. Yes. And it's actually I what I found is a lot of songs have like a city or a place in the title, but literally don't speak about that city right, or yeah, place yeah. at all. You find that a lot in these in, in some of these songs. Yeah. So um at least this one spoke about the city and the magnetic fields are just a funny witty band anyways, so the lyrics sure. are pretty good here. But roll the... that beautiful bean footage. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Washington DC, it's paradise to me. It's not because it is the grand old seat of precious freedom and democracy. No, no, no. It's not the greenery turning golden, fall the scenery circling the mall. It's just that's where my baby lives, that's all. That's a cool song. I like it. I actually am not familiar with that song. I saw it on a list of songs that, that I found, but uh, I, I didn't listen to it. I do like the Magnetic Fields, though, quite a bit. Uh, so yeah. I, I just, to be honest, I figured you would pick that. <laughs> I put it out there like, oh, well, yeah. Julie's probably picked that. So uh, That's going to be a alone. topic. That's going to be a future topic. Alone. Yes. You know, songs we think each other are going to choose. Um, yes. But that one's on the 69 Love Songs album and that's like a four-parter album 200 right. song anyways so yeah cool but uh, go for uh, it i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick an oldie but one of my favorites and it, not written by them this is actually a cover song from like the 40s i think i don't know who sang this but it was like an old kind of big man or vaudevillian tune but it's istanbul not constantinople <laughs> by they might be giant now it's istanbul not constantinople been a long time gone constantinople now it's turns to light on a moonlit night every gal in constantinople lives in istanbul not constantinople so if you've a date in constantinople she'll be waiting in istanbul even old new york was once new amsterdam why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. So take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. They're such a good band. Yeah, a really good band. Um, <laughs> the fact that there's an accordion player and a drummer, you know, and a guitar player, they all kind of like, there's there's two guys that basically do all the all the stuff that's in it mm-hmm. uh, is is pretty rad. They They actually were one of the first bands that, was not a punk band that I saw. I remember, I actually, this is a vivid memory I have of them. My, um, I remember going to the ninth grade, like being in the ninth grade. I lived across mm-hmm. the street from my high school, from Aware High School in Anaheim. And uh, I was like, I'm going to go. Uh, I was getting ready in the morning, and I put MTV on, and I saw, uh, I saw the video for uh, this song. And uh-huh. I remember just thinking, like, because it's off that Flood album, it was it was pretty big. And I, re- I remember thinking, like, oh, wow, this band is, like, so cool. And they're, they're like, an altern- like a quote-unquote alternative band. I didn't know how to classify them because they weren't exactly. punk. Exactly, yeah. And they weren't a pop. They were a pop band, but it's, like, what is what is this music that I'm hearing? And it's just, oh, well, there's a whole slew of bands out here that are just really good that kind of don't fit in, in mm-hmm. different genres, you know? So... They're, they might be giants, man. That Flood album is really great. A lot of good, a lot of good songs on that. And just witty writers too. So definitely, I think we band. both we both enjoy uh, those types of lyrics or bands that yeah, are yeah, kind of exactly. like on the sarcastic, witty side. It's really hard to write a coherent mm-hmm. thought, and to have a whole coherent story is something totally different, you know. So yeah. it's, that isn't a show tune or something. So uh, yeah, respect to them. I'm trying to think. I when I was a kid, it was either Tiny Toons or Animaniacs. There was a segment; they did a little cartoon of this song. Oh, really? Um, oh, nice. And I think that's where I first. Well, because I think it was like a. I don't know if it was a. I don't know who who wrote the song. It's like a, not a, Gilbert and Sullivan or one of those. It's like a show, like old timey like song. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. there's the vaudevillian performers that did it or, or whatever, like big band era people that did it. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know who wrote it. I probably do some research on that for today's not the day. Tomorrow. Today's not the day Today we're just playing songs. Tomorrow yeah. we'll do the stories. If you want the behind the music on Istanbul, not Constantinople, please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, BMB Bird Zero zero six nine South Ardmore <laughs> Avenue, Hollywood, California one zero zero one eight. That was the 
That was the address for the Channel 5, like, Kids Club mail. <laughs> I memorized it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember Lucy, from I Love Lucy, lives on 623 East 68th Street. Yes. She just said it so often in the show, so I remember that. Right. Yes. <sighs> also, the Munsters, they lived at 666 Mockingbird, Mockingbird Lane or whatever <laughs> it was called. Anyway. I love it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to play Lily Allen. I actually used to love her a lot. She was so cool yeah. and pop, but edgy. I don't know, whatever. But she was adorable. And um, the song she's is... She's not anymore is what you're saying? No, she's I don't know. She's a mom. How she's edgy a mom. You... She's a mom. When you stop being a woman, you start being a mom. <laughs> okay, mom jeans. Oh, wait. Mom jeans is playing at the glass house. Uh, mom jeans is a hey. great name for a band. Also, we had a second show. Yeah, they had a second. I know. Uh, Mom Jean is a great name for a band and also a pretty hip fashion style. Really nice. <laughs> it was that Saturday Night Live stone. episode. Yeah, it's a Saturday Night Live episode. Mom Jeans, when you stop being a woman and start being a mom. <laughs> it's like, that is so true and so wrong. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mom Jeans are our number one fit at our, at my job. Like, that's our yeah, number well, one denim. But right you know now. what's funny is that moms don't wear those jeans. No, no, it's like super retro skinny hipster girls, girls no wear the yeah. yeah exactly. They're the only ones that can pull it off. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, ahead. so let's play LDN by Lily Allen. I like Lily Allen a lot. I, uh, mm-hmm. I just her, her style is good, and I just like her flow. And I, I like the fact, like this, I like the whole like Sri Lankan piece, you know, from her. She's Sri Lankan, right? Senegalese. No. Sri Lankan. Are you thinking MIA? Oh, I am thinking MIA. You are thinking MIA. Lily Allen. She's like a white girl. Time, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. is she a white girl? Oh, okay. I think she's white British girl. Yeah, I don't think she's white. Mm, we'll do. We'll up. do some. We'll we'll do yeah. some research anyway but you know it's cool I, I actually like the song it's produced well it's yeah it's good it's it's a bummer that she's a mam now I'm just a mam mm, you know. ma'am. I'm a mam. I'm a mam. do we have um, a song about minnesota just so we could uh, ma'am. minnesota so we could. <laughs> you betcha ma'am. you know what i like is uh i like to give that asymmetrical hair and i like to highlight it because i want people to know i'm a cool ma'am i'm punky you know i'm spunky it's fun it's fun, it's fun. you know it's fun it's out there i know it's out there but it's fun you know you know <laughs> so should i take one of yours songs right now i'm gonna take yeah one i want to see all right this one if it's not in your list it's only because you didn't think of it because it is absolutely should be in your list uh but it's called kingston town by ub40 if it was on my list but <laughs> but you can play it no 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 i was trying not to be I was trying to be cool, so I was going to okay. do the original version and not oh, UB40, gotcha. okay. but I okay. secretly really wanted to do the, I know you did. the UB40 I know you did. version. I know you did. So but play That's why it, I please. played it, because I could have played the original. <laughs> I'm like, nah, Julia, Julia would play the UB41 and, and have no apologies about playing the UB41. Oh, how funny. Here it comes. I am king, surely I I mean, what can I say? I love UB40. Well, I I'll take it back. Do. I love the old UB40. I tried listening to some of the new stuff. Like Wait, a they new, have new stuff? Yeah, a new song. <laughs> a new song popped up on, you know, like the release radar on uh-huh. Spotify. And I listened right. to it. And I didn't care for it at all. At all. You know what I just discovered about Spotify's release radar is what? it's not new pop songs. It's new songs of people you like which was amazing to yeah. me because i didn't realize that i'm like yeah oh wow i didn't know that so-and-so put out a thon like there was something with weezer there was something with like wilco there was something with uh with uh oh god there's some hip-hop stuff that was on there i was like oh this is really cool so yeah, yeah. it's great it's have you been uh, solicited you. have you been solicited by uh by spotify to show like you know all of your 
different genres you like and all this stuff. And like, they they have this commercial they tailored to me. Like, hmm. nobody listens like you do because you have this and you have this and it's all across genres and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm still I'm not posting this to my social media, Spotify. <laughs> I feel bad about paying you for month for. I feel bad about using Spotify. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flaunt it to the world. There was something. <laughs> They did send me like a survey or something. And then the first question was, do you or a family member work in music, in the music industry? And I clicked yes, and I was kicked out of the survey. So I don't know if it was that. But um, uh, there was a segment on The Daily Show this week about Spotify. How much, like how little bands and artists actually make. And to make any money you have to be someone at like Drake's level and it I don't understand their algorithm of like all all the money goes into one pit and then it gets like divvied up like it's as if we were all living in a village right and uh there were millions of us living in the village and Taylor Swift is the most is the is the best hunter because she kills hundreds of millions of fish a day so she gets the lion's share of those fish and the rest Mm -hmm. of us get a little trickle of those you know what i mean so it's like that that model doesn't work it really doesn't work and if i had any scruples at all i wouldn't use it at all but considering i'm dead inside who cares i mean (laughs) you're on twitch that's owned by amazon so right exactly although the twitch actually pays people you know like you could exactly Exactly. there's an article actually i'll forward it to you um uh, one of our friends who's well he's a mutual acquaintance of both of ours is an agent and he sent me an article that said um, that had it broken down the difference between, say, Spotify and Twitch and how Twitch actually you could have a minimal number of people, 200 something followers, and you could make up to $50,000 a year based wow. on that, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy to think, you know, like, I, I mean, they, those 200 people probably have to buy everything. But, uh, you know, it, it's pretty crazy to think that, like, uh, yeah, you know, whereas on Spotify, no joke. Taylor Swift came out years ago and she's like, oh, well, I had, you know, whatever, 30 million listens this year of this one song and I got a check for $22,000. It's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's like, that's nothing, who, you know. They interviewed, so. um, who is the artist? I think it's Aloe Black, the guy that goes, I need a dollar, a dollar. Yeah, I'm right. not going to sing it. Um, that song, however many plays that song has, he's only made $4,000. Right, yeah. Exactly. Which is insane because so, that song is huge. Yeah. And it and it's and, you know, even during the pandemic, they were talking about how musicians, musicians need their royalties. And the head of, head of Spotify was like, oh, well, you should just get more prolific, make more songs and then you'll make more money. Like, wow. I, oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot what the band was. There was a band that um, on purpose, they released an album that was completely silent. And it was like their concept album. And they asked fans to like can keep this plane while you sleep it's supposed to help you sleep but really it's just like a blank cd um and each track was blank and they're like please just repeat this and it got super popular and then spotify caught wind of it and made them they took it off spotify so what's weird is if it's i wonder if it's totally blank you know but what if you just did this every like three minutes (laughs) yeah oh well that's a work of art it's a thing Uh or it's like a like whatever mm-hmm. at the end of at the end of each track mm-hmm. you know <laughs> just throw something in there yeah that'd be awesome so be awesome. that was a it was a good episode or a good segment on the daily show i will find the link and send it to you and awesome. you probably won't watch it so probably won't probably won't. is it yours um it's mine because you played kingston town right right thank you very much um i'm gonna do we're going to do Johnny Cash and we're going to do Folsom Prison Blues. So okay. not necessarily a destination that you want to go to. You might end up there. I haven't been to the prison there, but I've been to Folsom. Oh. <gasps> is it like an old timey town or is it pretty run down town? It has an old, it's, 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 you know, obviously it's like any other California town. It has its old part, you know, mm-hmm. but then it's got, it's the prison, the prison, the prison. It used to be like the only thing in town, the prison like supported everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Folsom Prison Blues, Johnny Cash. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But 
I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. Yeah, Johnny Cash, I mean, obviously awesome. Johnny Cash actually is such an important figure um, to music and culture. Um, and I think it, it almost sucks that the, the movie was good about him. I just think that that is people forever are going to think that he looked and behaved and act like Joaquin Phoenix in that. And I think it's, yeah. I think he was way deeper. I mean, they portrayed him as a very troubled person. I think he was. But I think he was way deeper philosophically than than a lot of that. I don't think mm -hmm. you can write as many songs and kind of be out for the working man as much as he was and not be a thought leader as well. And yeah. uh, there's a really great podcast. Uh, I know we always recommend other podcasts. And if you're annoyed with that, you should probably find another podcast. <laughs> another <listen>. podcast. Uh, <laughs> we have some recommendations. But, uh, yeah. But uh, the one I really like is uh, Broken Record with uh, Rick Rubin and Malcolm Gladwell. And if you're not familiar with Malcolm Gladwell, he's an author that um, he wrote a book that absolutely changed my life. It was called uh, The Outliers. And uh, um, so please pick up that book or the audio book. It'll it'll tear your hair off. It's really great. <laughs> um, but uh, but he partnered with Rick Rubin, who I always thought of Rick Rubin before hearing many episodes of this podcast now that he was like a pompous guy that found buddha and changed his life or something like he mm -hmm. would, i always consider him like more of a metal guy that tripped over hip-hop and ended up making a bunch of money kind of exploiting people and um now seriously that's what i thought that mm -hmm. was my impression of him was this yeah kind of like this exploitative guy who was in the right place at the right time and he just discovered all these acts or whatever or put out mm -hmm. all these acts that happened to be around him and it couldn't be further from the truth he's actually just a a, a music lover and yeah lived his life for you know playing spinning vinyl and all this stuff and just so happened he met the beastie boys and they used to hang out in his dorm room and you know they did records to you know they would play records together and go to danceateria together and meet madonna and all this other shit that they did it's very interesting but he did one about johnny cash that was really amazing and uh he actually um deaf american um his more americana side of his label of def jam um well, I guess Def Jam was bought out, but anyway, his he 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 actually had the idea. I really want to do work with Johnny Cash, and they ended up doing like four of those CDs of, of Johnny Cash covering more the last contemporary artists. Was, yeah. The yeah, and it it's just beautiful. Like some of the, those were good, yeah. And the interactions that he has with with Johnny Cash, it's really amazing. So if you have a chance to listen to a Broken Record, you will not you will not be disappointed. Every episode is great, um, and they they do. I mean talk to everybody i mean the beastie boys uh pokey lafarge was on one last week that i listened to uh so it's all over the map um you know they have uh oh geez i mean so many i can't even can't even describe you know he had one discussion with uh with um oh god now of course my mind's going blank but i mean you name it there's so many so many great artists okay so um james taylor and and uh contemporary artists like um and like some of these others i mean just really mm -hmm. cool really cool really cool uh thing and rick rubin doesn't do all of them sometimes Ma malcolm gladwell does them sometimes there's another guy that does them but all the biggies you could tell like rick rubin comes in and does them you know all the all the big cool. stars so it's pretty cool but yeah i give it a shot to to and it. yeah yeah it's it uh i gave it a shot thinking that i was going to discover that rick rubin was a total jerk and i exactly the opposite i just he's a real thoughtful soft-spoken man who's you know who's who lived his life for music and it, it paid off in dividends for him. So right place at the right time. But anyway, uh, good choice. I really like that song. I'm actually going to play a St. Vincent song. Um, cool. Because, because I'm relatively new to St. Vincent. I actually, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, uh, she's great. Uh, I really like her oh, writing yeah. style and uh song's called New York. So, a lot of songs about LA and New York, turns out. So, yeah. <laughs> this one's called New York by St. Vincent. Darling, I do it all again. I have lost a hero. I have lost a friend. I 
like St. Vincent, I think she's another great lyricist and just an overall like composer and like yeah. concepting these albums that she puts out. I feel like it was her that I heard like people want her to do like a Broadway musical like you could do that of her albums, like take her albums and make them a Broadway. You could. Musical. Uh, they they actually. I was tempted to buy it. Uh, just I'm really interested in all of these uh, masterclass type things uh-huh. that they have out there. But they had a Saint Vincent one where she was talking about her how she does things from con- conception to finished product. And I was really interested in just hearing someone's method or her method. Yeah. They actually have a new one out with uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Tony Pluth some other some other like songwriter like hip-hop or not hip, it's a pop songwriter mm-hmm. and i'd never heard of him but i was like dude i would buy that just to hear your process like what is it that you do to get creative that's actually a lot of the thing with that broken record thing as well as the creative process and how people mm-hmm. different stars get to where they need to go in order to write the songs and i always felt as a as a guy who's written songs before i always felt kind of like a fool for having to manufacture a feeling in order to get to a place where I could write something. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that everybody does that. Like everybody has to get themselves. And some some people like uh, the late great Brad Knoll who, you know, have to do that with drugs. And other people do it with mm-hmm. meditative practice or other people just do it by, it's a thing that they do, a, a food that they eat or a, or a park they go to or whatever or a record they listen to that's inspiring or whatever but everybody kind of has their process and that's really interesting. I really wanted to, um, I really want St. Vincent is one of those artists that's that's nothing happens by accident there's nothing on there on a record that she does where it's like oh yeah this, this just happened in the studio. No she it's all planned. Like she puts it all yeah. in there for a reason. You know it's purposeful mm-hmm. but yeah yeah, she's pretty amazing. Well, put it on your Christmas list, Mike. I'll put it on my Christmas list. I If they still have it by then, I don't know. I don't know. It'll probably be, I would assume that would be several hundred dollars, like, wouldn't it? I mean, you wouldn't want. I, what about a half you know, birthday? Half birthday. Okay. Half birthday. Do a half it birthday. It is almost my half birthday. Yeah. Celebrate. Go big. Go large. Um, so this will be the last song on side A of our mixtape. Okay. And I love this song so much most ah, it's so much. it's it's patula clark's downtown oh okay, um, yeah i like it so i love this song and then downtown i just love where? anywhere usa okay. any town usa but um i just remember working at disneyland and in the shoe horse cafe shoe horse horseshoe horseshoe cafe um in the frontierland there's um like a big stage and these guys called the Billies would perform and they yeah. did a cover of this song and it was like a hillbilly version. That's what I, I'm not going to play that because I don't even think it's on Spotify. I just bought the CD when I worked there. But um, I love the song because of that. So let's listen. Brad. The light's so much brighter there. You can forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go downtown where all the lights are bright. I just like I like that song and uh, I think it's cool. I just like that era of music that that came from, where it was this symphonic piece and these three singers or however many singers I don't know how she has, but it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of that thing you do where they've got like the guy who does the theme for Mister Downtown. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a movie theme. Uh-huh. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that same era when when music was totally safe and it would be acceptable for like young kids to listen to that song. Like, oh, oh, this yeah, was a hit great. for 14 year olds, yeah, totally. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I want to know what happened to her when she found drugs in danger and she turned into like some 60s artist. That'd be rad. Um, probably didn't happen. But okay, so we're going to flip flip it over, <laughs> flip the cassette over. Rewind. Rewind. You know. Get it all ready to go. Um, the, the, so this will be the first track. This is a good first track for the second side. Okay. Because it starts off good. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, this band I really I really like. I don't know what happened to them. I heard them probably in the mid 
2000, like 2005-ish uh, on KCRW, and it's the band The Editors. Um, oh, yeah. And I haven't heard much from the... I, I, I don't really follow them, but I really love this song, and it, it's called Munich uh, by The Editors. But it's a good way to start side two. So here it is. Um, I love that song. That was on my list too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Look at that. That was. Look at that. And then I was just looking them up. I know. We probably looked at the same playlist. Uh, I was looking up editors. They actually had a new album come out in 2020. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. And I also researched Lily Allen. She's the daughter of actor Keith Allen and film producer Allison Owen. But oh, she's so she... she's just a Brit. Mm, really? Just a Brit. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, towns sounds uh, sounds like she came from a little bit of cash. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, so exactly the opposite of MIA then, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, is it my turn? I gotta your play. Turn. I gotta play off of this Munich. Let's see. Since we're doing early two thousands, we're gonna do Beirut postcards from Italy. This is just okay. one of my favorite songs. It's just such a pretty song to me. Um, lyrically, I don't think I've listened to it, so I don't know if it's actually about Italy. But we're gonna okay. play it. All right, I gotcha. The times we had Oh, when the wind would blow With rain or snow We're not all bad We put our features where they had Had to go Never to go That was cool. I like the ukulele thing anyway. Um, what was that band? Beirut. Beirut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That was good. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Uh, it's not something I would have picked, but uh, it was good. Yeah. It was, I think it, was... it builds up. The more you listen to that yeah. song, okay. like gotcha. it fully builds up into a bigger orchestral. There's horns. There's everything in there. It's so good. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No. I. I, I thought it was fun. I liked it. Um, I'm gonna play a song that uh, is absolutely a song about a city but okay the city does not appear in the in the in the the name of the city doesn't appear in the song but if you've ever been to this city this song is for the city okay uh and i actually heard while i was watching a dodger game uh, during the playoffs last year some commercials like insurance commercial or whatever had this version of it and it's sung by Brittany howard um, oh i love her She's it's great, and I knew immediately it was her, and I couldn't believe she was singing it. But the song, uh, if you're from the city of Liverpool, you'll know it's "You'll Never Walk Alone," and it's a beautiful song. So um, she does a great version of it too. So uh, let's listen to that. That was amazing. Like, Brittany Howard can do no wrong, I think. And she sings so beautifully and so passionately. Like, everything she does is amazing. So, great choice. Also on that podcast. She's also interviewed on that podcast. And that is a great one. She has a really great process and about how she grew up, you know, being an outcast. and, And how she knew from the time she's 12 years old she just had to be in a band she knew like That's i gotta figure out how to play guitar I, and mm-hmm. then she went to high school and nobody wanted to play with her because you know she looked different and mm-hmm. she was a black female and you know 
and she had to enroll everybody to be in her band like and she kept enrolling people like no 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 when this guy quit I'll get another guy like you know mm-hmm. she's uh she has earned every bit of that success and a really great artist and, and having heard a little bit of her story makes me love her and her band um, you know next time I see him I'm throwing my money at him like and that's a great thing about that podcast too is like all these people I'm looking at I'm like dude when I can see that artist now I'm gonna go see them I'm gonna go yeah. see you know I'm gonna go see uh Mike Campbell from Tom Petty's band when he plays at you know the coach house because mm-hmm. he's such a cool guy like dude I want to support that dude like I want to support and, and it's crazy all these people that are that are on here from uh, that were on that podcast that I listened to I'm like dude I want to support all these people like they're all great which tells me that all musicians are great <laughs> you know I haven't you just really have... listened to one where there was a person where I was like oh that guy's a dick I don't want to listen to... <laughs> I don't want to do anything with him <laughs> yeah you just have to like put effort into knowing or learning about the band and the artists and right. then you find yeah. this you have you end up with this newfound respect for all of them so yeah because we have all struggled you know i mean how many people you know a lot of people in bands mm-hmm. you know some at varying levels of success and so the 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 difference between the very successful the dino supreme excellent successful acts and the guys that play bars their entire life there's only a few degrees that make them different. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? There's only just a very slight, th- there, there's no such thing as, Oh, no doubt is great. But, uh, you know, um, who, uh, fishbone is not, you know what I mean? No, they're both great. It's just these varying degrees, uh, tiny mm-hmm. little pieces that, that are different, you know, money so, and marketing, what, money and marketing. Yeah. Or, yeah. or overall appeal or how that song hits. Like, would Fishbone mm-hmm. be a great song if they came out in the early 70s? Or a great band if they came out in the early 70s? Maybe. When horn yeah. bands and funk and all that stuff was huge. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know? So, I don't know. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, Brittany Howard. She's great. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, I'm going to choose... We're going to go with Phoenix City from Roland Alfonso, just because I oh, really cool. like this song. Yeah. It's a fun song. Roland so Alfonso. Awesome. Let's take a listen. I mean, Roland Alphonse is great. So traditional ska, you're not going to get any much better than than the original guy from the Scatolites. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's, that's it's got ska in the name. <laughs> the Scatolites. It's just, I I just love the song. I'm always. I wish I knew the background to the song. Like, why Phoenix City? Where is Phoenix City? Why Phoenix City? Because when you think about Phoenix, Arizona, why? Um, and then the song kind of sounds like a choo-choo train, so it kind of makes yeah. gives you that feel that you're on a train headed there. That's yeah. just that's just. I me. actually uh, there used to be that that sound on that that yeah that that chick it up sound you know whatever. My old band in the '90s we had a little you know ska band obviously, and we had a little like a hit a shoulder hit like on the uh on the t-shirts it said chick it up right here on the shoulder oh, funny. You know, it was the 90s and <laughs> uh-huh. everybody loved it everybody got it they're like oh chick it up oh that's cool because you know skank and pickle was big then they used to like say chick it up all the time and all and i was actually gonna looking at a personalized plate for my car i'm like what if i got a plate that just said chick it up people would get it <laughs> like there's people who would be like oh shit yeah <laughs> there'd be people that get it and then there'd be people that are really into like like Popeye's chicken sandwich that oh, yeah. would like, love oh, it guy. for another reason. Famous <laughs> Dave's hot chicken. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, cool. Uh, okay. Well, so I was going to play Night Boat to Cairo, but now I'm not because that's too much Skaska in a row. So I yeah. um, I'm going to play a song. I didn't realize that uh, this guy had a solo record, um, but it's Brandon Flowers from The Killers. Uh, he has hmm. a song called Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, here's the thing about The Killers. The 
half of the band used to be in ska bands uh, in the 90s. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. The drummer from The Killers used to be in a band called Attaboy Skip. That was a really? ska band. That, yeah, that I played with quite a bit uh, back, in, back in those days. And just proving that if you're around, you're a musician, you're around, you're bound to bump into creatives that are doing stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, I don't know that I don't. Do I like The Killers? Yes, I like The Killers. Yes, I will say that I do like The Killers. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they're... Um, I think they're more important than a lot of people give them credit for, and I think they're less important than they think they, <laughs> they are, <laughs> uh, you know, in my mind. But uh, anyway, I actually like I like Brandon Flowers' lyrics uh, a lot, and I like the fact that there's kind of like this... You know, in Vegas, there are people that are... Uh, shysters and you know road men and people who are con artists and then there's also mormons uh, and <laughs> other religious sects that are that moved out to the desert years ago and Brandon flowers is a mormon guy who's in a rock band that's like i don't agree with the religion at all but i mean that's kind of the dichotomy that's kind of cool you know so uh, yeah anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna play it welcome to las vegas by Brandon flowers welcome to It's hard for an artist like Brandon Flowers, who has such a recognizable voice, because it just sounds yeah. like a... It sounds like the Killers, right? It sounds I mean, like the Killers, yeah. Yeah. I always used to say that about Chris Cornell. Chris doesn't mm-hmm. matter if Chris Cornell is in Temple the Dog or Soundgarden or Audio Slave. He sounds like Chris Cornell, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. and Brandon Flowers is exactly the same. Uh-huh. I think Brandon Flowers, at some point, when indie rock when he was too big for indie anymore right when Mm -hmm. they were too big uh for that he became bruce springsteen like he said you know what i want to start making music like bruce springsteen and like that song it sounds like danny danny federici's playing like a piano on that it's like there's this big chorus and it it Mm -hmm. goes down there's a little piano part and there's this and it goes down Mm -hmm. it's very dynamic like like that like a like a kind of a folky pop song that springsteen would have wrote in the 80s and uh and and i thought and i was flushing that idea out this morning i was listening to that song and just as if it heard me thinking about it i was driving in the car and a song uh, featuring Bruce Springsteen was on new was on new release radar release or whatever. It was the Killers featuring Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, well, there you go." <laughs> That's creepy, so, but so on yeah. point. Yeah, it, I mean, dude, the algorithm did my thinking for me, so whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, what do you got? Well, I have one more song, and then you have one more song. Okay, cool. Um. Ooh, I'm like torn up. There's so many songs. We might have to do another like very specified. We can do a part two. We can do a part two later. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I think people have heard this song before. It's been out for a while. It's kind of an offshoot of Phantom Planet. Their Coconut Records is the band, and it was um, shit. What was the original drummer's name in phantom planet he's an actor oh um yeah jason uh, uh, jason, jason schwartzman yeah so yeah. it's him um doing coke the band is coconut records the song is west coast and it's a good like indie pop song cool Yeah, I've heard that song. That song's yeah. really good. I, I don't know where I heard that song before, but as soon as I heard the chorus, I was like, oh, dude, I've totally heard this. So I don't know if it was mm-hmm. in a film or something. Uh, I would assume it's easy for Schwartzman to get stuff into films. So yeah. I would assume that might. It almost sounds like that. Um, his style, almost his writing style, I mean, it's very Beach Boys-esque 
uh, Brian Wilson-y, uh, but it, it sounds like almost like that uh, that Boston song uh, from that Augustana band. You know that band? Think I'll go to Boston. Mm, it has yes, like the same I've chord progression in it. It's really mm-hmm. that's a cool song. I like it a lot. Um, it's a good song. Like, it's a gone. No, no, no. You, you, you go ahead. Oh, because I, I, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say that I, I, I've always liked Schwartzman's bands. You know, I, th- you know, Phantom Planet's a great band. Uh, always was a great band. You know, back in the mm-hmm. day. So, um, you know, I, I think it's cool that he's, uh, that he's doing that, and he's from talented family. I mean, he's got access to great musicians. So, <laughs> all the Coppolas and and all the, the Strokes people that are kind oh, of affiliated. That's right. and, yeah. So, it's 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 pretty cool to have access to, I mean. If you got if you got Julian Casablanca's number, you can say, "Hey man, can you go over and help me write the song?" Sure, great. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that happened, but <laughs> you never <laughs> I know. made that up. He I've always been. I've always been a Jason Schwartzman fan. I think ever since I saw, what was his? Uh, Rushmore. Rushmore. I loved Rushmore. He was so cool. Rushmore is great, and and you know he he just plays such a genuine character. Yeah. Um, and I know it's campy and it's supposed to be that way, but he's such an endearing character. It's a, it's a really great example of great writing, mm-hmm. and just and and great casting. He picked the right Wes Anderson picked the right people for that. And there was an article I didn't read it, but it was in um, not Buzzfeed, not Buzzfeed. It was a uh, oh, what is one of the music sites, Noisy or one of those, where it said uh, uh-huh. Wes Anderson's influence on the on the movie soundtrack. You know, on the soundtracks that are on on uh songs that are put into movies and i was like oh yeah i mean he's got his own genre he made he... Nerd, nerdism very cool you know for, <laughs> for movies because he put some yeah. cool imagery with it so he very yeah. much uh is hands-on in the soundtrack department for, oh, for abso- his films like yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and i don't know if it's anything like like camera you know i'm a huge cameron crow fan but mm-hmm. cameron crow actually writes scenes with music in mind so he'll play oh, interesting when he when he go yeah it's really interesting to see the behind the scenes of all the stuff that he does but he's like you know um like for say anything um he had he wanted in your eyes from from peter gabriel mm-hmm. to be used but peter gabriel just put his song in a like a teen movie and he hated soundtracks he didn't want to put any of his music in teen movies and that scene with john cusack where he's holding up the boom box he's actually playing fish yeah. So it's just crazy. Uh, I <laughs> it's love it. Crazy. But but you know he sets the tone. Uh, in Vanilla Sky, he had he was playing like Cigar Rose and and uh, Air and these kind of more ethereal bands. Mm-hmm. And he was he was uh, you know he putting putting the putting the cast in the mood. Here's the mood of this, and using music to do it. So I think that's pretty awesome that that they do that. You know. Um, and also, really cool. um, it reminds me of one of our older podcasts episodes that we did where i think it's called mmpp goes to the movies where we created a movie and we built our own soundtrack i think that'd be another what yeah that's that's a good one for people to to revisit uh my movie was terrible (laughs) (laughs) i but when you said like cameron crowe thinks of songs and builds a scene around that i feel like i do that too in my head like yeah i'm sure you do i'm very emotive kind of when i'm listening to songs like it i'm like this sets the tone for this type of moment i that's how i think of it so i think it'd be fun if we revisited that up like the movie theme and maybe we build a movie together instead of doing two separate movies like i think we did well you know what here's the thing kids is that uh, we've got a lot of podcasts and we've got you know (laughs) you got a couple years worth so we're gonna we're gonna just recycle some ideas why not because they're the good keep the good ones and just let the bad ones languish like you know so kiss them goodbye but you have one more song mike i do let's do it let's play it um, so I'm going to play this, uh, cause I love this band and the older I get, the more I love them, uh, which is weird. Cause usually I tend to find a band, find flaws in a band and not like them so much, but, uh, it's vampire weekend and the song is called Jerusalem, New York, Berlin. So it's a three city or <laughs> I just like the, I just like the way it came together. So I'm going to play it. And I think it's a good way to end it. So here it is. A wicked world. Just think what could have been. Berlin. 
like Vampire Weekend. I feel like they... I forgot we talked about them before. But they're like a Muzak... Like, their music comes off as Muzak or, like, elevator music-ish. But, like... You think so? Sometimes. Some of their rocks... Some or of their, this, like, rocking songs are cool. Well, um. I felt like this album came off kind of like that. But I really loved it. Like, I loved right. this version more than their earlier stuff. Right on. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. You know, I, I think that uh, any band that kind of is as dynamic as they are and kind of not willing to conform i think mm-hmm. to a particular style you know their first record comes out and it sounds like it's got a high life like guitar in it you know whatever it's these weird tempo signatures and stuff and it's just they're they're just different you know they're just different and i i love finding bands that don't fall into this comfortable place where it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah this is a this is a such and such song you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um a dynamic band that's great, that's a really good band, but they have a formula for their songs. A band like 311. It, before yes. they became douchey, yeah, beca- before they came douchey and like bro, they were, mm-hmm. you know, they had this mixing of genres a little bit in the early 90s and they were, they had this really cool kind of cult following everywhere except Los Angeles, it seemed. And, uh, but then it's like they fell into these breakdowns and this kind of hip hop part and then this, you know, harmonizing vocal part. And it just became kind of rote. Like you Mm -hmm. hear it and go, it's almost, it's almost a good and bad thing. Like you hear it and go, Oh yeah, I know that's 311. And then you hear it again and go, Oh yeah, well that's 311. That's all they sound like. Yeah. No, I agree. That's a, that's a perfect band to, to, I don't know, to explain it. Yeah. But yeah. You used at the right time. They were they were a totally unique band. But now, mm-hmm. I mean, over you just get used to them. You're like, oh yeah, well I know I know exactly who that is. They yeah. can cover a Cure song, and I know exactly who it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so I forgot just, about that. They just made that Cure song sound exactly like one of their songs, uh-huh. and it was okay. <laughs> you know? It was all right. It was all right. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so that was fun. That was cool. That was it. We did um, it. Do we have any announcements? Other oh, uh, Summer Sizzler uh, tickets still available for Summer Sizzler. It is August thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, uh, at the Garden Amp in Garden Grove, California. You are welcome to fly out and to come to the show. Uh, your tickets for the flight might cost you more than the tickets for the show. That's allowed, <laughs> so it's okay. Uh, I'll take it. There's still tickets available. We're about half sold, so uh, it'll it'll be it'll be awesome for everybody. So that will be super cool, and then. My band, Bite Me Bambi, has got some videos that are coming out. Uh, we're actually getting ready to shoot one here in the near future. So look for that. And other than that, that's all I got. Oh, support Stay Free Recordings. Support and Stay Free Recordings. Support your local ska band. Do it all. Support your local ska band. Do it all. Do everything, kids. We count on you. We count on we count on your user funds. Or no, your user funds here. I mean, if you want to fund us, go for it. That'd be amazing, actually. (laughs) Please. Can you just PayPal us? That'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. Give me my PayPal. You'll find me on Venmo. Yeah, I'm on Venmo. Yeah, hit me up. Hit me up, player. Um, And that'll go into the podcast or my pocket. I don't know. (laughs) Still supporting the artist. That's right. By any means necessary. Okay, Okay. we will see you next week with another episode of Next Day, Next Day podcast mini-sode where we just do a little single next week, but... Please enjoy this uh, one, and we will see you on the flip side. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Okay, stop. Okay, got it. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at fa- and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh. If, if you, you enjoyed listening, to- <laughs> <laughs> all right, and take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind the scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to Don't fuck up. <laughs> better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. <laughs> And while you're at it, head over to our website at mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it 
One more thing! <laughs> Not that. Okay. <laughs> One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See ya! See ya.